Glad you're with us. Congratulations to you and your team, a new IPO there at the NASDAQ. Why don't you introduce your company a little bit to our audience? They may or may not be fully uh, understanding what you do. Great. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks for having me. Um, it's good to be here. So uh, yeah, we actually are quite excited. Lucid Diagnostics is a commercial stage cancer prevention medical diagnostics company. Uh, and what we focus on are the millions of patients with chronic heartburn. So people understand uh, what chronic heartburn is. Most people don't understand that chronic heartburn can lead to esophageal disease, specifically to precancer and cancer of the esophagus, which is one of our most deadly and lethal cancers. And <clears throat> we have two commercial uh, technologies called EsoGuard and EsoCheck, which are the first and only commercially available tests to serve as a widespread screening tool for the for these conditions in these patients with chronic heartburn. Uh, we're addressing a very large um, total addressable market. There are at least 13 million patients who are candidates for screening who are already recommended for screening uh, by guidelines. And um, that represents about a $25 billion market opportunity as we already have Medicare um, payment uh, that's been finalized and effective as of January 1st. It's an exciting company only because it sounds much needed, right? Everybody says, oh, I have some acid reflux or I ate something. But the truth of the matter is you could have a real underlying problem, as you were noting, with gastroesophageal reflux disease. And that's where you step in because it can lead to cancer and um, you have treatments for this. One of the treatments I was reading is swallowable capsule. Is that right? Does that go in conjunction with something else? What is it that you're working on? Right. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. So just a little bit more detail on it. So what we have is an alternative to what people also would understand, which is an endoscopy. An endoscopy is where you go into the endoscopy center and they, your doctor puts in a tube under intravenous anesthesia and looks in your esophagus and determines whether there's disease. Um, what's really exciting about these technologies is we have an alternative to that that can be done in an office setting in just um, a couple of minutes, two to five minutes, without any anesthesia, and you get your, and the sample gets sent off and you get a result. So we're replacing a very invasive procedure with one that's much less invasive, and that's what this balloon catheter device um, allows for. It allows it to be done uh, in an office very quickly and conveniently for patients. And we hope that the result of that will be that more people will get screened. More people with the appropriate risk factors will get screened and we can pick up the, these conditions along the spectrum at the early precancer stage so they can be treated. There are successful treatments if you have precancer that can prevent progression to cancer. So that's the goal of this um, of our enterprise is to pick up these patients at an early stage uh, without needing to sub, um, subject them to a very invasive procedure. Yeah, so that's part of the diagnostics. Um, so Correct. are you focusing, do you, have, do you have multiple ways of doing these diagnoses? Is that your, probably your most prevalent way or are there other things? That, that is the dominant about? way we're doing it. And we have, mm -hmm. and, we, and we are, we are, our commercial strategy involves talking to um, gastroenterologists who are the ones who focus on this, primary care physicians who need, need to be educated on the relationship between GERD and, and cancer and to patients themselves. We have uh, test centers that we're launching in the Western US uh, where patients will be able to um, uh, respond to, um, to media efforts and uh, marketing around this. And once they've been educated, we'll actually be able to very soon, particularly in the Phoenix area, be able to, um, where we're launching, to be able to actually just on their own be able to seek out testing. Yeah. 
And are you noticing, doctor, trends that have changed over the last 10 or 20 years, either our behavior, environmental, what we're eating, or just the fact that you're just getting better at pinpointing the problem? Um, what have you learned and how will you use it going forward? Yeah, that's a great question because it's an important thing to know about esophageal <clears throat> cancer, esophageal adenocarcinoma. As I mentioned, it's very—it's a very bad actor. It's the second most lethal cancer that um, that we have, second only to pancreatic cancer. And its its rate, its incidence, has gone up five hundred percent in the last forty-five years. It's a five-fold increase, six-fold increase in that period of time. Where all other cancers, the one we hear about, the ones we hear about all the time, breast and and, and colon and lungs and, and others have gone up, either remained flat or in many cases have gone down. And so now we have you know, 16,000 people a year who die of this, of this cancer. And the reason they're dying is because we're not picking it up at an early enough stage in order to treat them before they progress to cancer. So that's the most notable thing is the, is the explosion of this. And it, it relates to something you hinted at, which is that it tracks the obesity epidemic. So obesity could lead to heartburn. That's a very common correlation between the two. And, um, and heartburn, as we, as we noted, can lead to esophageal cancer. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't really realize that. I don't know what your competitive slate looks like in this particular area. Um, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of gastroenterologists, but trying to have this diagnostics in this way is probably something that really is really proprietary to you and, and lucid. What do you hope for going yeah. forward for the company? How will you grow? Are you going to grow through mergers and acquisitions? Do you have trials underway that we should know some dates that maybe by six months or eight months, you'll have some news. Right. What should we look forward to? Oh, for great, the thanks. Yeah, thanks for asking about that. So in terms of competition, to be perfectly blunt, we don't have any competition today. There are no non-invasive um, office-based procedures that can serve as widespread screening tools for these conditions. The only alternative is endoscopy. That is the competition. And endoscopy being as invasive as it is, is rarely used. Only about one in 20 people who are recommended for screening actually get screened. So for the time being, we have the, this opportunity uh, for ourselves. Uh, and the growth strategy is very simple. We have a commercial product. Uh, we have a central laboratory that does this uh, um, under a, the laboratory developed test designation. We have Medicare payment. We expect to have Medicare coverage soon. And it's all building a sales and marketing uh, operation and executing on that. And that's really one of the reasons why we raised capital. Uh, the capital that we did in the IPO is to provide growth capital to expand our sales force, our direct sales force, to expand the test centers that we've launched in Phoenix and will be launching in other states in the coming months, um, and to and to expand our direct-to-consumer aspects of our marketing. We are in the process of, of performing clinical trials, although those clinical trials have not been, that data is used, going to be useful for us over the long term with regard to getting into guidelines and other things that can, can be inflection points. We're not really dependent on that data at this point to expand our commercial effort. That the, the data that we have to date from right. a seminal study that was published has really been su sufficient for us to make the case to clinicians that, this, that we have a way to, to address this unmet need.